Hello, and welcome to the Adrian Ross Show on the BMG Network. I am your host, Adrian Ross, and I'm glad that you have tuned in. This is a new podcast. I've only had one other episode and a pilot. And the first episode, episode one, is called Hashtag Black Love and White Privilege. So again, if you have not seen that, please make sure that you check it out and also share with someone, subscribe yourself as well, because we're going to be getting into lots and lots of topics during our time together on the Adrian Ross Show. And I don't want you to miss anything. Before I dive into this episode two, please accept my apologies for the sound of my voice. My throat has been rather gravelly the last few days, and I'm not quite sure what's going on there, but I just want to apologize ahead of time for for what it sounds like. But it won't stop us from having a good conversation on a very important topic. Today's topic is is about this coronavirus culture that we have been living in for more than a year. And I want to really pinpoint something. Uh, man, it's, it's crazy. When, when someone at first mentioned over a year ago that in a year we could still be wearing masks and still dealing with the pandemic and, and all this stuff, most of us thought, you got to be crazy. There is no way. And yet here we are. And though it seems in the last few days that we're making progress with CDC's new guidelines, et cetera, I mean, really, we're not really making progress. It seems like the more we appear to be making progress, the more we seem to be regressing and the more people seem to be embracing this thing as our new normal. It's ridiculous. But here we are. First of all, let me say this. If you're paying attention and your head is on straight, you have to notice that a lot of what's going on is about control. There are people and agencies and interests, whatever, that really don't want to see this thing come to an end. Why? Because that would be a loss of control. That would be a loss of relevance for them. There's some people who have kind of cozied up to this. Why? Because it has given them a platform that they would not have had before. And I do believe, although I am not a conspiracy theorist, you might call me one when you hear what I have to say, but I do believe that there are people, entities, whatever out there that have nefarious plans. And it involves control. Look, I said before, if anybody had wanted to do a test run on on how quickly people would comply, this would be it. Because I ain't never seen nothing like this. I mean, you could tell people to do anything. And there are folks right now who just say, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, whatever. Whatever you want me to say, I'm going to say. I mean, I even heard people say, you know what, with this vaccine, I don't even know what's in it. I don't care what's in it. They told me it's going to work, so I'm just going to do whatever they tell me to do. And this is exactly what they want. They want people who are just going to comply. And who knows what the plan is. But I'm telling you, I've never seen anything like it. 
where people just do what they're told. And the reason why they're doing what they're told is really what I want to talk about today. Because I could get into the control thing. We can stay into the control thing. That's a, but that's a conversation for, for another day. What I want to talk about today is this fear factor with this coronavirus and with this vaccine. People are so paralyzed by fear, they will do whatever they're told to do. And that's the scary part. And that's what the control freaks are counting on. Just take the vaccine, for example. The fear factor. Nancy Pelosi, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. I just couldn't believe as I, I well, I shouldn't say I couldn't believe because it's Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> All right. But I'm, I'm hearing her. She was asked by a reporter about whether members, um, House members would be able to be on the floor, the House floor without, without masks. Because, of course, the CDC just issued these guidelines stating that, quote, fully vaccinated people don't have to wear masks anymore indoors or outdoors. And all of a sudden, the science now says it's okay. Now, first of all, I had no clue until recently that some folks, some states were mandating that people had were wearing masks walking down the street outside. I had no clue. I just came back from New York City visiting family, and I had to turn and ask my mom. I said, Do you, I'm looking at all these people outside with masks jogging, running, walking, all this stuff. And they've got masks on outside. And I'm like, is this the law here? I mean, I was blown away. So Nancy Pelosi makes some comment about people not being able to vote on the House floor without masks, in spite of what the CDC's, quote, science that we're supposed to be, quote, following says. And she went off about how selfish People are by not getting vaccinated. No, they're not coming on the House floor without masks, she says. I mean, they may not even be able to vote on the House floor. She said they might have to go up in the in the balcony. They might have to vote from the balcony because they are so, quote, selfish as to not be vaccinated. And I'm thinking, are you out of your mind So they're going to have to be in the balcony like, you know, you get to the back of the bus because you're too selfish. Now, I'm trying to figure out who are you to say that I have to be vaccinated? Look, anybody who wants to be vaccinated, I'm like, this is America. It's your body. If you want to to be a guinea pig with this experiment, that's your business. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't even do the flu shot, okay? I know I'm not doing this experimental thing, okay? I'm just not. So I'm selfish because I won't do what you think that I'm supposed to do because you're so afraid that you're going to freak out if I don't do what you want me to do. That's how afraid you are. And that's what I mean by this fear. There is such a spirit of fear. Yes, there are some people who just want to control, but there are some people who have legitimate fear. And understand me when I say this, I know that this virus is real. I'm not making light of it. I'm not saying it's not real. 
I know people who have had it. I've heard people say it's horrible. I know people who have loved ones who have passed away. So I'm not saying it's not real. In fact, it is real, which is why it makes it so annoying that people are using it to push their own agendas and using it to control. That's what makes it so much more frustrating because we know it's real. So why don't we get real? I don't need Nancy Pelosi telling me I'm being selfish. You know what? Maybe it's not the non-vaccinated people who are selfish, who don't want to be injected with something that's an experiment with no long-term results. And we do know, we do know whether they want to deny it or not, that there have been adverse effects. And we do know that there have been people who have passed away, although they don't want to say that that's what they passed away from. Look, we ain't no fools. We know that that has transpired. So maybe you're the selfish one with your vaccination. Maybe you're the one who is selfish because maybe you're the one who will have adverse effects that are going to affect other people who have to then take care of you because you're not well. Or you're the one who passes away and then your children have to deal with it because of the effects of the vaccine. Maybe you're selfish. Have you ever thought about that? Now, I'm not saying that's the case, but I'm saying if you can look at those of us who choose not to be vaccinated because of your fear, you want to say we're selfish. Maybe we should turn the tables. Maybe you're the selfish one for wanting to be experimented on. Just a thought. Anyway, that's what fear will do. Fear will cause you to judge me because I won't do what you want me to do. And the left My goodness, you love to throw out my body, my choice, my body, my choice. When it comes to the vaccine, though, you want to punish me for not being, quote, fully vaccinated. How interesting is that? You want to talk about following the science, but your fear keeps you from following this science that the CDC has come out and spoken about now and said, you can take off your mask. Oh, if you're fully vaccinated, of course, because you know they still have an agenda to get everyone vaccinated. And speaking of that, this push to get people vaccinated, I am tired of hearing celebrities saying, get the vaccine. We need, quote, shots in arms, creepy expression, by the way, And it's safe. Well, uh, am I missing something? I mean, if you're a Hollywood actor, when did you become a medical professional? How is it that, that we can prop up these celebrities to tell the rest of us that it's safe? What if it's not so safe? What if my body doesn't handle it well? Who are you to tell me with your non-medical degree that it's safe. If something goes wrong, are you held responsible for giving medical advice? You don't know that it's safe, but yet they're using you to push their agenda and you're complying, which is what they're hoping you'll do, which is what you're obviously fine with doing. But again, Nancy Pelosi's fear 
causes her to judge people who don't get vaccinated. Other people, same thing, screaming on people who won't wear masks because they're so fearful. They trust the vaccine. They're pushing the vaccine, supposedly, but they don't really trust the vaccine because they still won't take the stinking masks off. They don't want you to take the masks off. Pelosi won't let you vote on the House floor without it. And then you got Whoopi Goldberg, who said she's not even coming out. I'm assuming she means without a mask. I'm hoping she, I'm, I mean, is she not coming out at all? I don't watch her show, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're doing it on Zoom or doing it, whatever. But she made a comment that she wasn't coming out until everyone was vaccinated. So she said, you know what? I'll probably be 90 years old walking down, walking in, um, in my house with a mask or walking down the street with a mask if I venture out. But I'm not coming out without this mask until everyone is vaccinated. Are you kidding me? No, you ain't kidding me. I have, I have said from the beginning. When you're dealing with fear, and I'm not making light of fear, fear is real for people and they need to be delivered. Okay? There is a spirit of fear. The Bible says fear works torment. And it's true. It is absolutely true. And I said from the beginning if people who are frightened about getting the virus that has a 99% survival rate, and again, I'm not making light of it, okay? But I said, if, if they're waiting to wake up one morning and just all of a sudden be fear free, they'll never do anything because fear doesn't work like that. You have to fight fear. You have to defy fear. You have to make yourself do the thing that you're afraid to do. And until you do that, you will be doing what Whoopi Goldberg said. You will be 90 years old still wearing the mask because you're waiting for everybody else to get vaccinated or whatever. That's that's just the way it works. It's a spiritual thing. And you've got to fight that thing. And I listen, I understand because first of all, I'm a cautious person anyway, uh, even before this virus situation. And it's not about fear to me. I just I don't do doorknobs. I don't like touching doorknobs. I really don't like shaking hands. I do it because it's part of our culture. So that's what we do here in this country. We shake hands. So I do it. You know, I, I'd, I'd rather hug actually than shake hands because I see people coughing in their hands and sneezing in their hands. And it just, you know. But I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a hand-washing, hand-sanitizing wonder. That's just me. And it always have been. Okay? So then, you know, we were all in quarantine. And then, I, you know, I have friends like family here. And we do uh, holidays together and stuff like that. Well, well, that was sort of put on the back burner with all this, the, you know, the quarantine and everything. But then as they started coming out of that, I still wasn't going to certain things because it was it's close quarters and not everybody's as cautious as I am and they're shaking hands and hugging people. And I just, I didn't want anything to do with it. So I just said, you know, I'm not ready for that right now. So I, I get, I get that. I get the caution. I get the wisdom, you know, but then at some point I said, you know what? I think I'm going to go. They had another event. I'm, I'm going to go. And it wasn't that I wanted to go. In fact, I didn't want to go. So I didn't want to be in those close quarters. And I know that not everybody is as cautious as I am. And they're hugging other people and they're working with some people who've had the virus or who are not as, you know, not as much of a hand washer or whatever. And I just wasn't. I figured, you know what, if you hug and kiss me, then I'm really hugging and kissing everybody. You just hug and kiss. I don't want anything to do with that. So I didn't want to do it, but I did it anyway. Because why? Because I said, if I don't defy the fear 
And I wasn't oppressed with fear, but I had to do the thing that I didn't want to do so that I could get over the hump. And that's where we are with this virus. There are people who are locked away, hidden away. They want to control you. They're ticked off that you won't get vaccinated, even though obviously they don't believe in it themselves, their own vaccination, because they should be fine. They've been vaccinated, right? They're still wearing a mask, right? Why are you up breathing down my neck? If you're doing what you're supposed to do, because you're bound by fear. Listen, I just said that I was in New York City tending to my family. Uh, my, my aunt who helped raise me, she's 83 years old. Uh, she's in an assisted living facility. We ha- I hadn't been able to, to see her since she went there, since we uh, put, her, put her there beca- to, get, to get care that she needed because New York had these intense guidelines, so I couldn't get in. And then the assisted living facility had the, the guidelines, and I couldn't get in. It was so frustrating. Well, New York recently relaxed their guidelines, so I was able to get there. So just a couple of weeks ago, I was there. I'm telling you, I'm not making this up. I'm talking about a spirit of fear and control, whatever else <laughs> is a part of this culture. I'm watching a family. I'm driving. I'm in the car. I'm at a light. My mother's in the car with me. I'm watching a family. There's about five of them, if I remember correctly, walking down the street. The youngest one, she looked like maybe she was six. The rest of the family had on masks. This little girl and her sandals, as cold as it was outside, had a pink coat that she wasn't wearing. It, the coat was in her arms and she had the coat. She's walking down the street trying to keep up with the rest of her masked family. She without a mask, but this coat holding it up like over her head, trying to cover her, her nose and her mouth. And it's like, are you kidding me? And it was, my mother was the one who pointed out, she doesn't have a mask. She's using this coat as this mask sort of to cover her, her, her nose and her mouth. And I'm thinking, how sad. She's outside walking down the street and she's holding this, this pink coat trying to cover, from, from, cover her face from, I guess, virus something in the air. I don't know if she dropped hers and lost it and mama said, put the coat over your head. I don't know if she left it in the room, her bedroom, and they said, look, we don't have time for you to go back. You're just going to have to put your coat over your head. I don't know, but I know it was sad outside. And I, then I saw, and I, if, I had a, if I wasn't driving, I would have snapped the picture. And then I saw a man, and all I could think about was an alien. When I looked at him, he had on a face shield, and under the shield was a mask. And I thought, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. And again, I'm not saying the virus isn't real, but come on, you're outside. And this is, this is what we're looking at. This is what, how we're living. This is the fear that has been produced and has been promoted. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. But my question is, where does it end? 90 years old or so, if you're Whoopi Goldberg. Everybody gets vaccinated, according to Nancy Pelosi. Forget my body, my choice. Forget this, follow the science. And like I said, the left, they're just a trip. It's always follow the science until the science doesn't fit their agenda. Follow the science when it means you have to wear a mask for the rest of your life. Supposedly. 
But they don't follow the science anymore when the same folks tell you that you can take your mask off. Just like they don't follow the science about abortion. They don't follow the science about the fact that life begins at conception. They don't follow that. They don't follow the science about that. About when a heartbeat can be heard. About when the brain waves begin to, to, to activate. Though, then they don't follow the science because it doesn't fit the agenda. The agenda of control with this coronavirus and this culture of fear people have embraced. We have learned, and you may have heard the statistics, that it takes 21 days to form a habit. 21 days. We've been doing this thing for more than a year. The mask stuff, is, it's, it's become a way of life. You grab it like you grab your, your belt or you grab your earrings to put on. It's just the norm. And I've asked, I, I've, I've asked a couple people, though I want to ask so many more. I've, 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 I want to know where does it end? Got a call the other day from, from a phone company and they were setting up a schedule um, from, from my aunt and the assisted living. They needed to come in and they need to do some upgrades on the phone line. And then out of habit, and I guess what they're supposed to say, the lady says to me, our technicians all, all wear a mask and we just ask whoever's in the room to wear a mask. And I just couldn't help myself. So I say on the phone, how long are you going to be doing this? And I could tell I caught her off guard because she wasn't really, she's like, doing what? I mean, it's such the norm now. It was like, what, what do you mean? And I said, the masks. You know, like, like, how long are you going to be requiring that whoever's in the room wear a mask? How, how long are you doing this mask thing? And she just was like, and she's probably like, look, I'm, lady, I'm just calling and making a, you know, set up the appointment. So she just said to me, I don't, I don't know. I said, I mean, like, like, like really, I mean, are you, are you doing this forever? She was just like, well, I don't, I don't really know, you know. And then, you know, I said, listen, I said, I'm sorry. I said, I just, I just have to ask, I, you know, because it's like, when does it end? I walk into, into Walmart and, you know, the, the guidelines have been loosened. And I, I start, you know, here where I live, I, I start wearing, I'm from New York originally, but I, I moved away a few years ago and um, I don't, I don't wear a mask unless I, I'm told. Okay. I just, I just don't, but you know. I go in sometimes to a store where it's not required any longer. And yet I see people, just a plethora of people with masks on. And I just want to pull a few aside and have a conversation. I'm just curious. When will they finally feel comfortable enough to not wear the mask? Are they embracing this forever? I'm telling you, that's what fear does. Fear will change your life. And unless you rail against it, look at the statistics, look, be cautious by all means. But at some point, own the fear and, and do what you need to do to break through. If it's counseling you need, get counseling. I don't know. If it's prayer you need, which we all need, then let's get it. But how long will this thing last? This is the craziness of the fear. There is a spirit of fear that 
has come with this virus and people will impose their fear on you. And that's really the big issue. I'd love to see everybody free of fear. But when your fear begins to control my life, we have a problem. You get a Nancy Pelosi who doesn't want to, who wants to call you selfish and who wants to deny people their, their, um, their right to go on the House floor and vote. Oh, she says, well, you can vote from the, you don't have to vote from the floor. You just vote from the gallery. Yeah. We want to discriminate against you and push you to the back of the bus or in the balcony. Cause I'm afraid because I'm afraid you have to suffer because I'm afraid then, then you're, you not being fully vaccinated means you can't, you can't come back to your job. You can't come to this college. All this stuff is happening because they want you to get vaccinated. I find it very interesting that all of a sudden they realize the science says that you can take your mask off if you're, you know, fully vaccinated. Why is that all of a sudden? Well, there's been a decline in people getting vaccinated. Even people who got the first shot not getting the second shot. And the re- one of the reasons for that is people don't see a difference that life isn't changing. Why? Because people are still fearful. They're still afraid. And they're thinking, well, why, why bother getting vaccinated when I, I get vaccinated and you still tell me I still have to wear a mask, I still have to social distance, all this stuff. So what's the benefit? And they don't see a benefit. So now all of a sudden the science now shows that you can you cannot wear your mask. If you're fully vaccinated again, because they're hoping that this will lead to vaccination. Why are they so interested in pushing the vaccine? That's probably a conversation for another day because you're probably going to call me a conspiracy theorist. That they're pushing this thing and they're pushing it hard. And they got these celebrities pushing it hard. And you got to get shots in arms. And this is the answer to the whole world. I'm telling you, the masks and the vaccine have become people's gods. Fear does crazy things to people. And it causes them to try to put a noose on other people. Because you're afraid, I've got to live in bondage. How about you just get free? There's there's freedom in Christ. As a Christian, I'll tell you, there's freedom in Christ. And I'm not making light of anything, but I'm saying that fear is a trip. And it'll cause you to live this way for the rest of your life. The control issue? Oh, there's some stuff. There's some control issues at play here. There's some some evil agendas at play here also. But then there's some seriously, seriously fearful people. But. I can respect that and I can feel bad for you and all that, but I'm not trying to be in bondage because you're going to live because you want to be in fear. Anyway, that's just what I wanted to share this, this week, the fear factor, because Whoopi Goldberg ain't lying. She's talking about being 90 years old, still having that mask on because she wants everybody vaccinated. Let's get back to the science. Let's get back to my body, my choice. And don't ever 
I mean, the thought that you're going to try to make people get something shot in their body. I'm telling you, and I'm not about violence at all, and I'm not speaking about violence, but at some point, we're going to have to stand up. We're going to have to take a stand because if people have their way, they will force us to be able to to fly, to be able to work, to be able to go to school, all this stuff. They want to get, quote, shots in arms and they want to do this sucker thing like every year or whatever. And again, we could have a whole conversation about the control freaks involved in this. And the takeover of the freedom of the country involved in this. But the fear thing, that's just as real. That is just as real. And I am not trying to live in a world where your fear dictates my life. You better get free so we can remain free. Anyway, that's what I wanted to share in this episode two. Of the Adrian Ross Show. Please make sure that you subscribe to the Adrian Ross Show, share with a friend, and let's continue to have conversations that mean something. Please visit adrianrosscom.com to find out a little bit more about me, particularly my business, Adrian Ross Communications. Also, I have an online column now that I transitioned from the newspaper column, and it's called My View, My Voice, and that's at adrianrosscolumn.com, specifically for subscribers. I have an online school called ARC Academy. Visit the website at adrianrossacademy.com. And finally, please go to johncmaxwellgroup.com slash Adrian Ross to learn more about what I have to offer as a John Maxwell certified speaker, trainer, coach, and behavior analysis trainer. So as you can see, I have a lot going on and I would love for you to be a part of it. So check all of that out. Thank you again for joining me for episode two of the Adrian Ross show. I am your host, Adrian Ross, and I appreciate you spending this time with me. God bless you abundantly. The Adrian Ross Show was produced and edited in the BMG studio. The music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Find more episodes of The Adrian Ross Show at thebmgnetwork.com and major podcast platforms. Be sure to tune in regularly. You don't want to miss even one episode. <laughs>